Uions is brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. By downloading the Bet365 app, you can access both pre-match and in-play markets, along with instant match updates for all games. The Bet365 Bet Builder allows you to make personalised bets via the app, so you can bet on multiple scenarios and create your own bet with unique odds right there in your hands. Bet365 is the world's favourite online sport betting company. The app can be downloaded from Google Play and Apple App Store. Over 18s only, please gamble responsibly. Hello, this is You Irons, the West Ham podcast that gives you almost immediate reaction to all of West Ham's games. I'm Sam Delaney. I'm in London, having just watched it on the box. Rashane Thomas of The Athletic is somewhere in the bowels of Anfield right now, having watched the game live. Rashane, where are you exactly, mate? I'm I'm just on the stairs, mate, sitting on the stairs right now. Inside Anfield? Inside Anfield. Oh, what an auspicious spot to be um, <laughs> broadcasting from. Mate, the surprise, I suppose, well, the the unsurprising thing is that West Ham just lost to the champions elect and arguably the best club side in the world right now. The surprising bit is that we actually led. We scored two goals and we came away feeling a little bit unlucky not to have got something out of the game. I mean, I haven't felt this encouraged by a performance in months, Rashane. What about you? Like, for me personally, I went crazy when Four Now scored. <laughs> did you? But you're in the press <laughs> yeah. box. I thought that wasn't the d- done thing amongst like the football journalists. You sort of kept a lid on it and acted very reserved. No, that is true. But I mean, every once in a while, you have to you have to let your hair down and go crazy. I love it, mate. I mean, I thought we're two one. We're winning two one at Anfield. Like we can do this. Like, yeah. We can actually do this. Obviously, it wasn't meant to be in here. But as I said in my in my, uh, in my final tweet, guys, we lost, but it's a performance to be proud of, really, from from uh, the players. I think, you know, you go into a game like this expecting nothing. You get nothing. True, but when you look ahead to the 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 games we've got, suddenly it doesn't look like such a mountain to climb because there's a lot of games left, and you think if we can put on a performance like that against Southampton at the weekend, then, you know, we're going to get on the road to um, safety. The big question is, Rashane, are the players going to be able to go into games like the one against Southampton, the other big games coming up, with the same attitude as they did against Liverpool tonight? We have to. I can't see any reason why we can't replicate a similar performance. Bearing in mind... 11 against 11, I feel like our 11 is much better than Southampton's 11. So there's no reason why we can't play to uh, the level we played today at Anfield. And I was really, really yeah. chuffed by the whole thing. Uh, on our last episode after the City game, uh, which Moyes approached tactically in a completely <laughs> different way. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there was, there was nothing to be taken out of it. Tonight... He approached it very differently, didn't he? I mean, I don't know whether you feel as if he might have succumbed to the pressure uh, and to the stuff that fans and, you know, the media were saying about that performance. Because, you know, it's it's only uh, under a week ago 
that we that we went into that game against City looking as if we had no intention of getting anything out of it. And he really changed things around. He changed the formation. He picked a more attacking team. And he'd obviously briefed them to have a bit of a go. Do you think that was the pressure? Oh, 100%. And also, you have to bear in mind, fans are calling for Moyes to be sacked after that Man City game. So even he had a, had a point to prove as well. I think we were at like a 4-1-4-1 formation today. And as you mentioned, attacking, we played well. We looked a threat in the final third. I mean, even late stage of the game when Bold had a chance, we couldn't have made it 3-3. So throughout the whole mm. match, we looked a threat. Let's have a little listen to what David Moyes said after the game. It's really disappointing to come here and say that I'm... You know, individual mistakes has cost us because Liverpool, with the quality of the players and what they've done this year, you know, they could you know, the ability to score goals from, from everywhere and in all different ways. But I have to I have to praise the players for their their effort, their commitment. And even at the end, you know, we're, we were looking as if we were going to get a third right at the end as well. So we have to take something positive from it. But taking no points means that there's no real positive. But I've got to say that. You know, the players, the players are getting better. They're doing a lot of good things, but we need to cut out the individual mistakes. It's been costing us in a, in a few of the games recently. Brighton, it cost us, yeah, and certainly tonight as well. I felt that we 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 had grown into the game, and it, and we'd started to earn, you know, earn the right really. But it took us a long time to really get. I didn't think our football was good enough. I think our football's got to improve greatly. <coughs> I think we. I think there's a lot of things that I want to improve, and I can see where I can go with it. But I thought tonight there was a start. Uh, we grew into the game. We got better as it was going on. But we also were were always having to be really wary of Liverpool because of the speed on the counter attack, and and every time we broke out, their opportunity to to counter again and come back at you. So. But I thought we. I thought in the main we done well. But I think that I think there's a lot of room for improvement. So there you go. David Moyes, proud of the performance tonight from his team. Has he done enough to convince us that he is the right man to lead us to safety this season? I've always been a Moyes guy. I like Moyes and I want him to do well. And I feel like that, that performance convinced me, to be honest. Thanks to our good pals at Beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight delicious, painstakingly sourced craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to Beer52.com slash UIons and pay the postage of £4.95. And as if that wasn't enough, as a listener to UIons, you'll get two extra free beers. Beer52 are beer pioneers. They travel the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the very best craft breweries. They're the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. The beauty of Beer52 is that you can leave at any time. So the power is in your hands. Your case will also include the award-winning craft beer magazine, Ferment, and a beery snack is thrown in too. Just go to beer52.com slash irons to get your free beer. And don't forget, right now, listeners to you irons get two extra free beers. Why have you always been a Moyes man? What, what makes you confident in David Moyes? I'm interested. It was mainly his first press conference back and it's how passionate he was. And like the time he spent outside of football, a lot of reflection and how he feels he can do the best he can for the team. Obviously, he's been handed a tough run of games. But I feel like this performance showed, OK, 
we, we can do well on the Moyes. It's been a slow start, but we, we, we can turn the other side on the, on the Moyes. To me, personally, you look at those players tonight, you look at the technique, the actual capability of our first team, and clearly they are not one of the worst three teams in the division. To me, it's about how motivated they are, how confident they are, how focused they are, and that is going to come from the manager and his coaching staff to a huge extent. Can they instill that? He did it tonight, but I always think, you know, when West Ham traditionally over the years, we've always pulled off better performances against the bigger clubs. And I think it's an extra incentive because it feels like a big occasion and you've got something to prove as a player when you go out against a, a team that is verging on legendary status like Liverpool. Now, I can say, when we went 2-1 up in this match, did you, did you feel like we could do it? Or were you like, yeah, of course I West did. Ha- I mean, Liverpool will come back in again. Oh, okay. I allowed myself to believe, which is a terrible uh, error. It always is, if you're a West Ham fan. I allow myself to briefly believe. But that's because we were playing with confidence. We were passing the ball around. Our our passes were winding up, more often than not, uh, where they were intended to go, which has been a very rare spectacle this season. Uh, We were playing with real confidence. We were playing with patience. And we looked like we we could create chances against this side. However, I did find... I don't know how long we remain 2-1 up for, but I did find myself looking away from the game and at my phone or anything else I could look at to distract myself. And I I realised I do that when I'm very nervous. I almost have to not watch it or watch it sort of only with half an eye because, you know, you always sense, oh, well, this this is bound to go wrong. Let's look at the performance, though, because I think, one in, one interesting thing, if you look at the five goals that were scored tonight, right? All three of Liverpool's goals were down to errors by our goalkeeper, particularly the first two. The third one, I think Fabianski could have definitely done better. But even if not, it, it came about as a result of a very lucky deflection, right? Where the ball sort of spun into the area in an awkward way. So if you look at it, right? Yeah, we lost 3-2 against the best club side in the world, right? But all three of their goals were lucky goals. Well, you have to remember, it has been a regular or a recurring theme this season where we keep making mistakes. So, I mean... But what I'm saying is they weren't defensive errors, I don't think. I thought the defence played fantastically tonight. I think all four of them. Uh, I thought um, Ngakia... Had a superb game against Mane. I think Cresswell's one of the unsung heroes of the season anyway. I think that he's actually been a decent, consistent performer this season. I think it was no different tonight. And I thought the two centre-backs, particularly Obonna, absolutely superb. Tonight, and it's very uncharacteristic because usually he's our most dependable player. But Fabianski was at fault for three goals. I don't think any of them were particularly glaring defensive errors, do you? Well, yeah, I agree. And also, I'm a bit disappointed with uh, uh, the way he conceded Salah's goal. I think he'd done a lot better with that. That pretty much like killed our momentum, in my opinion. It went, it went for his legs. Yeah. A bit disappointed. Yeah. I mean, that was the worst <laughs> of the three. I mean, that was absolute disaster because that's what let him back in. I felt we were comfortable until yeah. then, you know. And Salah, walked, he took that shot and he walked away in disgust at himself because he knew he'd scuffed it so badly. And then he had to do a double take look back. He couldn't believe his luck when it had squirmed through. I don't know what the problem with Fabianski was tonight, 
for one second, mate, it was almost a case of bring back Roberto. Yeah. But obviously... I'll just say, do you reckon when Moyes took off Anderson, do you reckon that also played a part in Liverpool coming back? Because he brought off Anderson. Took off Felipe Anderson. Yeah, and brought on Alaire. Well, I do think that Anderson was having a very good game, particularly in the second half. And I thought he was a great outlet for us because when he got the ball, he was holding on to it and running with it a little bit, which gave the team a bit of respite and kept possession. So I was very surprised. I, I thought, because actually Antonio, I thought everyone played well tonight, in all honesty. But I thought Antonio didn't have his best night in a West Ham shirt. And I would have thought maybe if he wanted to bring Hilaire on, give Antonio a rest and do a swap like that. So, yeah, perhaps you're right. I mean, what did, what do you think that, I mean, Antonio would have done better getting back or we would have, ju- not Antonio, sorry, Anderson, or we would have just had more possession and he remained on the field? I reckon more possession. Mm. I reckon more possession. Because after the match, Alaire was trending on Twitter for all the wrong reasons. Fans were like, I've had enough for this guy. We yeah. should sell him. He should be nowhere near the team. And you know what? In Moise's press conference, I asked him, like, well, do you have any regrets of taking off Anderson? He said, no. Yeah, of <laughs> firm, no. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But the rest of the team did play well, didn't they? Yeah, I thought Anderson was great while he was on. Rice was great. I thought it was a, a real shame when Surchek had to go off because I thought he'd been great in the first half, both in, in getting tackles in, but also being a bit of an attack, a bit of a threat with, with in possession of the ball. Uh, Snodgrass had a had a good game as always. I, I thought it was just it was just great attitude from all of them, which is something that I haven't seen in so many weeks now. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I left a match feeling like, well, team really played well. I had to bear in mind prior to the match there was a protest. After the match, we we're not even talking about the protest. We're talking about yeah. like the fact that West Ham could have won. So, and of course, you're there at the stadium. From what I could tell, sat home watching it on the box. Um, our away support made a lot of fantastic noise pretty much throughout the game. They were singing like throughout the match, we were singing charts like we're going to win the league. Yeah. You know, how, how rubbish must you be when we're yeah. winning away? You know, this is brilliant support from the did, fans. Uh, when it was one all, did I hear them singing one all to the Cockney boys? Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Correct. Absolutely Correct. brilliant song of the night. Um, so that was good. It felt like a proper old fashioned West Ham nighttime away game and I thought that was really great for them to sing their hearts out like that having carried out the protest that's exactly the way to do it make your feelings heard for for the benefit of the board but then get right behind the team as well because then no one can turn around and say oh well the protest's harming the team um before we wrap things up I mean we've got to talk about the chance near the end for Bowen uh I don't know if you've had a chance to see that again um, but it was a, a, an absolutely fantastic opportunity for the new boy to score. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I, I wouldn't say he mucked it up. Alisson, it actually came off Alisson's head and Alisson sort of made himself big, as they say. Um, but it was a, that was a real signal, wasn't it? I thought that three all would not have flattered us in the least. I mean, I know I said I went crazy when Spore now scored, but if Bowen had scored that chance, I would have been doing yeah. cartwheels, backflips. Yeah. Shirt you know, off? Would you take the shirt off and everything? Shirt off? The yeah. whole lot, mate. The whole lot. The whole lot. But, oh, Fantastic. Yeah, it was, On the it pitch, was... you would have had your press pass revoked <laughs> forever. But you know what? It would have been worth it. Of course, of course. Uh, I feel really on a high tonight, uh, which I know is pathetic because we've just lost and we're still in the relegation zone. 
But it feels like a, a long way to the end of the season now. There's a lot of games, and, and if we perform to that level in the games ahead of us, I think we'll be okay. Uh, let's quickly look ahead to Southampton game on Saturday. Do you think he's going to uh, pick the same team? Yeah, well, providing, well, I'd imagine uh, Suchek could be out of the fire injury. Well, barring that, I reckon it'll pretty much be yeah the same the same team. Did he say anything about Suchek's injury after the match, Moise? Yeah, he said he's gonna he'll know more in the coming days. Right. So I guess for the next press conference prior to the Southampton game, we should know more about. So he know. did he did he didn't get a sense of how severe it was. No, not how severe it was. No. Okay, and and do you think that when because these last two games have been away against obviously the top two sides, he might be tempted to throw Bowen in. To the, in this match because we're at home and, and the onus is on us to actually take it to the opposition. Correct. And if he does, well, I'd imagine it'll be for Anderson because, uh, yeah, I'd imagine it'll be Alice because Boren had more chances <laughs> Anderson in the first in, the, in this match. Yeah. I'd like to see them both, though. I'd like fans, to see them both yeah, but, on either wing. I don't yeah. know where that would leave Snodgrass because Snodgrass is obviously no, a great he has to start for us. He has to, Snodgrass has five assists so far this season. He's been our, mm. one of our best players. He has to start. So I'd imagine it'll yeah. be for Anderson if Moyes does start blowing. Interesting one to see. Um, prediction? What do you reckon? Do you reckon we'll get a result on Saturday? Yeah, it depends. It depends on what the atmosphere will be like because there's going to be a protest prior to the match. So it depends on what the atmosphere will be like. I mean, if... if cause, if, if, we, if we can play well at like the first half and give the fans off the chair about it, then that, that could work in our favour. But I reckon I reckon, win. I reckon it'll be a 2 1 victory for West Ham against Southampton. Fantastic. I could see a similar result. I'll say 2 1 as well. Uh, I'm not copying you, is what I actually think <laughs> with my own head. Um, no, I feel good tonight, Rashane. Do you feel good? I feel great. You know, what's that song? I'm so excited and I just. Is can't that, hide. That's how you actually feel? Well, I feel excited. I feel good. Good. Well, I'm pleased, mate. I'm, I'm pleased for both of us and for the West Ham family tonight. Uh, this really is a reflection of how low we've sunk as a club, that we're singing the Thank Crunchy It's Friday song off the back of losing 3-2 <laughs> at Anfield. Absolutely amazing times. Uh, Rashane, thank you. We will speak again after the game on Saturday. Enjoy yourself in Liverpool tonight if you're going to hit the town. I don't know if things are still open. I assume they are. For more great West Ham content, make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. You'll enjoy ad-free podcasts as a subscriber by listening through The Athletic app. Get a 40% discount on a subscription right now by using the promo code WESTHAMPOD. Thanks for listening. Remember, ladies and gents, there's only one Samasia Boo. (laughs) 